Hello. Hello. That's the way to get me in it. Thanks for wanting to tune in. Tonight we have a special guest, Jamal Johnson from EBNY TV. Um, welcome, Jamal. Welcome. Thank you welcome. for having me. Thank you so much. Welcome. I'm grateful to be here. Welcome. So, Jamal, thank you for coming to join us tonight. Wait again a minute. Tell us a little bit about yourself. All right. Um, I've been in the media industry since 1999. And I've seen my share of everything that you can think of. I've had uh, my hands in every single media project that you can think of. Um, so I've, I've been around for a second. Um, started in 1999, brought my business legit in 2008. Well, it, okay, so from 1999 till 2008, mm -hmm. that was the time that I was kind of like finding myself and finding my business. Mm -hmm. okay. So there was a lot of things uh, that I was finding out. That was, that was, I guess, the time where we were becoming what we are now. There was a lot of problems with my business. Like for one, I started out, I dropped out of college, and the reason why I dropped out of college is because I had a, a gig doing something for Wu-Tang. I had um, what two music or two music videos and a movie, okay. so I dropped out of college, and from there, I, I kind of never looked back. Okay. Started doing music videos. My first music video I did right after the Wu Tang thing hit BT Uncut when that was a thing, okay. you know. So okay, right. uh, from there, the problem that was with my business it was service based, and what that means is you would always have to depend on somebody to come through for you to close right. that job. Okay. So that became very stressful because there was a time in my life, I, I quit, I quit media, I quit film because I wasn't making any money, I wasn't happy, you know, I was in that rut where I was depending on people to pay me and when they didn't, you know, things don't go right, right. and people don't pay you. Right. So I dropped out the industry I took some time to just disappear and not work any, you know, work any projects. Mm -hmm. Then I, I got an opportunity to move from Virginia to work on air brake DVDs, instructional DVDs. That part of my life taught me to incorporate services. Um, I'm sorry, not services, but products in my business. Mm -hmm. Instead of me going out, you know, depending on people to pay me to shoot music paying me to people, you know, depending on me to direct, things like that. I took my knowledge in the music video industry and I made DVDs, I made ebooks, and I taught people how to make money shooting music videos and getting into film. The moment that I put products in my um, my business, I guess, repertoire or whatever, mm -hmm. my life changed and I never looked back because at that point, I wasn't depending on people to spend money with me. People were spending money with me because I had products. You know what I mean? My life was never, you know, never the same. I launched a website off my first DVD, mm -hmm. how to shoot a music video. 30-minute uh -huh. DVD that talks to people how to shoot music videos. Oh, yeah. uh, no, I, I put a DVD up, did a joint venture with another website, a director website, mm -hmm. and made $1,200 in like three days off of just oh, wow. a DVD that I made. Oh, wow. So once I got that bite of blood, mm -hmm. that was it. You've been going I've been going ever since. And then my, not only now, the business has products, a ton, a ton of media products. Mm -hmm. But now we still do our services. But see, our service part of our business is stuff that we want to make up, stuff that we have fun doing. And if you do drag me out of my dungeon to work for you, mm -hmm. it's not cheap. So you go, so you film. Okay, but yes, everyone, the commercial that went again a minute uh, made last week with all the bloopers. Um, this type of young man is one who actually was the hands thing and created and created it. And I'm gonna tell you something. I felt famous. I was like, like, <laughs> <laughs> I love action, and it was funny. Like, mm, that's, it's, it's 
TV and this kind of this kind of goes into kind of deep to what you're saying. Mm-hmm. So EV TV is just a product of our our parent company TMVTC, and that's the music video training center. Okay. okay. So what with that being said, hands down we're the only full fledged 100% media company around here. Oh wow! So yeah, yeah. 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 black home support black business. That's right. right. Black so you said you dropped out of college. Now, were you in college for media? Fine arts. Um, I was in for fine arts, and you know what's so crazy? I did go back to college. I'm in college now. Okay. Finishing my degree. Um, okay. But I'm, I'm not doing it. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna finish. Yes, next year. That's right. Um, it's something on my bucket list though that I want to finish. Wow. It's not nothing that you know. I'm probably not even gonna do anything with it. However, it's still fine arts. It's still fine arts. Okay. Yep. What's and Tom Snell. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll be done, you know, next year, and that's it. Be sucking off my bucket list. Right. So you said that your first music video was Wu Tang. Yeah. Uh, so how did movie. you end up getting connected with that group? Okay. So before I got connected with Wu Tang, I had been doing um, small projects, internal projects okay. here and there, um, and a lot of people knew me from doing, you know, just private projects, and I would put them out. I'll put them out on DVD because when I started, we didn't have YouTube. Right. So okay. what I was doing. So the media has changed. Oh, yeah. Technology, mm-hmm. yeah, I should say, has changed. Right. Absolutely. Because, it's easier now. Yeah, definitely. I mean, because even when I was, um, you know, where there wasn't no YouTube, what I would always do with my jobs, like, for instance, I worked at 7-Eleven around the time that I first started. So what I would do was I would print my DVDs up, and I would sell them at the counter. Every oh, night. Okay. Oh yeah, because people are buying, you know, their hot dogs, their things mm-hmm. coming in twelve o'clock high. Perfect time right. to go ahead and right. sell the DVD. <laughs> but you know what? They became repeat customers, yes. and I was the DVD man, and I wasn't selling bootleg DVDs. Mm-hmm. I was compiling my work and putting them in the DVD compilations, and then selling them like that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that actually that from the thing of it, that was when I first started. Messing with products, I didn't even know. Okay. Like you guys are making me realize it's now. So <laughs> I'm so okay. So I'm gonna ask: mm-hmm. Are we the only podcast to do commercial for in this area? Actually, okay. So with EBNY.TV, we have a few podcasts up there. Mm-hmm. Yes, you are the only people that I have done a podcast okay. commercial hey. from. So yeah, Where yeah. Is so, y'all killed it. So, look, be honest. Don't don't try to be honest. Like, for real, for like 1 to 10, like, how we do You know what? I want to know. Oh, no, no. Here's one thing about me. You will know. I've said this before. I don't care about your feelings. I will tell you the truth. When we were shooting, and I knew from the first take that y'all had nailed it. Y'all had the energy. Right. The footage looked good. But it was the energy that really, really, really made it hot. Okay. And I knew we didn't need more takes. We kept getting takes over and over again. Yeah. I could have another life. It was yeah, fun. Right. You know, yes. it, was, it was complete, complete fun. You know, you okay. guys made it fun. Right. We, y'all nailed it in the first take. But I wanted more. Me, I want more and more so I can cut between. Right. But I knew going home, leaving, I didn't have that long ride home thinking. Damn, you know, is this going to turn out good? No, I knew exactly. Okay, baby, baby, baby. Y'all did that. Y'all did that. So when um, Travell Ashley posted, I was I watched that thing. I knew 20 times back to back. I said, okay. And it was funny because even though we messed up, like, when she was up, the pipe was up here crying. It was because she was dying. Like, this is what hurt me. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you did it. You made it. <laughs> <laughs> It was like, oh my God, it was, 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 it was,
I wanted it because y'all killed it. Usually what you have to worry about is the talent being lame. So they're all like, yeah, so what you're kind of you expecting is you're coming in like, yeah, this is wait a minute, pod, wait a yeah. minute podcast. Yeah, and yeah. then you have to yell, cut, let's do it over. And I was kind of whack. But no, every single yeah. take, y'all nailed it. So that's what made it. That's what made it hot was y'all, not me. So I guess I guess I gotta ask because I'm still learning uh, about the numbers going up, people subscribing. So that today when I got to work, I'm the same with every day. Unless I'm feeling good or something, so I'm always bugged. So I come in to work and I, I spoke to the council. I was like, "Good morning, y'all. Hey, y'all." And one young lady was like, um, "Congratulations." And I said, "What?" <laughs> you know, I said, "What?" She said, "Wait again, a minute, made the blog." So I don't know what that means. Like she said, "I seen y'all commercial and y'all made the blog." So, can somebody help me with that? I'm oh, what's the blog? Oh, yeah, what's the blog? You didn't see the blog yesterday? No, like, when I worked, like, oh, you're saying. I was on the phone talking to Tyke, reading the comments of the blog, and I was like, what is So, this is how people be feeling when they read the comments, and I'm like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so, they're like, the numbers, like, people from everywhere. Yeah. And somebody said, like, I'm going to work, I'm going to get it. Yeah. And I really didn't, whatever I worked, I'm going to get it. Yeah. And I really don't mess with the comments. So, when she was saying congratulations, I was like, yeah, the what? Because if you just forget the commercial, mm-hmm. what y'all have going on with the format of the show is dope. It's good. Yeah. So it, it don't got nothing to do with the commercial that we did. It's what y'all bring every single week. Right. So that's what it's about. Okay. So I know you said you started out in school and now it's been like years. So now you're here. Who did you kind of like look up to or who kind of? Heavy duty camera, which is more than my car payment at the time. 
and just said, screw it, and, and just went with it. And just went with it, yeah. So when you see yourself in five years with the industry, if this be, if it means at all? Well, I mean, hopefully, you know, I'll own my own town. Um, Town? Yeah, town. I've been looking at Omaha town, um, so that's really important to me. Oh yeah, town. Yeah, so you know my my you know my vision of my town. We need our own hospital, police force, bank. You know the essentials that a town would have. Our own big chain retail. You know, blocked off from the rest. You know, and then that's where I see probably not five years from now, probably sooner. But that's what I want to see, space exploration with media, since it's so easy to get in space now. Um, it's, it's, a, it's a lot. See, the thing is, I'm not capped to what I can do. I actually live a, a very, very, very happy life because I get to be whatever I want to be. You know, you know, I'm a dad, you know, I'm a husband. Um, if I want to be an astronaut the other day, then you know, I start working on that and, and be that. Yeah, exactly. No, I want to be Spider-Man. Yo, I'll buy that costume and put me in Spider-Man, and I'm gonna have real red shooters to shoot out. Now I might not stick the first time, but I'll eventually get to that because I'm able to do whatever. So one question that you, you want to ask is when you're, you're taking on a project like that, is what kind of stuff is missing from the black community? We don't have a black Walmart, right. you know, we, we'll need a hospital, we need a bank, things like that. So um, This is a real goal that you're trying to come Yeah, absolutely. Somebody, she said think big, do it tomorrow. Well, see, you think, know, don't, don't want to think and pray small, think big, because I'm seeing you have to what 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 kind of land, we can get this place at? I wanted to be around here. Look, my vision is to have it here around Hampton, but I don't know if I'll be able to find any land like that around here. I'm sure so I'm kind of minute, get, so you want a whole new town. And what's the town? Which one town name? I don't know yet. I don't know, but you know what? It's going to be the next Hollywood. Put it like that. I know oh, that's a little bit. Damn, damn, damn. Next five years, you might have a town. The next Hollywood. And what will be when I picture that? <laughs> well, well, you know what? To be to be totally, totally honest with you, seeing seeing a group of women like y'all come together and put this every week. I was here last week for the first time or something like that. So my big push is that shoot, let's let's watch y'all get a facility in the town and then this is all work there, yeah. Right, <laughs> right. Okay. Right. So tell us something. What is something that um about you that no one does? I have a favorite font. Okay. <laughs> I, know, it's favorite yeah. I have a favorite font. Um, <laughs> Cambria. Cambria is my favorite font. <laughs> yeah, that's so weird. It's um, okay because you know. Most things like that can be weird, so that's your favorite font. Yeah, I know. It's so random. I just decided to throw something the most randomest thing out that I could. So, favorite <laughs> font. <laughs> well, that, that's nothing wrong with that. That's your thing. <laughs> All right. Have you ever thought about being an actor in front of the camera instead of behind? Absolutely, yes. Um, our last movie was Midtown. Midtown was my first NC-17 rated movie and my last theater production. Um, I acted all my movies. Um, it, it, if not a main role, then a significant role because nobody else is going to give me a chance. And I'll give myself a chance. 
So I always acted on my movies. Midtown, Midtown was a movie about a warden that runs a facility that um, executes some kids and teens for their crimes, okay. and I was the warden. Okay. So, so what I you mean to say they won't give you a chance? No one give you a chance. So I would be the perfect bad guy because I'm, I guess I'm a bad guy. I'm considered a bad guy in real life. I'm, I'm, I'm direct when I want a job done. You know, I want it done. And if you're not flowing in my traffic, then okay. I kick you off the boat and I just get somebody else. Okay. So that makes me, I guess, as an eye, as a, a evil businessman or whatever. So oh, okay. yeah, you yeah. Know what you want, you want, you want. Right. Exactly. Your mask, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, in the industry that you're in right now, okay, you went from you went from music video to doing movies. Um, you did our commercial. Um, so you have your own network. EBNY.TV is your own network. Um, so is there a lot of money in this field? Yeah. Yes, ma'am. Um, absolutely. Um. I don't even know where to begin because here's the stigma behind this this whole industry is that there's been a set of rules put by the other side or Hollywood or whatever that just everybody just it's the norm for them to follow. Your movies have to be this way. You can only sell your movies this way. Um, you can only have these type of actors in. But I don't. I don't even understand all that because what I did, I cast who I want, I make the movies that I want. But see, the thing is, I've been able to sell my movies the way that I want and be comfortable. I, every movie that I put in theaters, I sell out at least twice. Every time I um, press out DVDs to sell, which I don't do anymore too much, they're gone. I can sell out yeah, DVDs. Yeah, I made $60,000 on a DVD once, selling out of my trunk. If anybody ever tells you, no, and it's no lie, anybody, anybody ever tells you, see, my whole thing is when people used to tell me, Mm -hmm. I would sell CDs out of my trunk, I made all this money, I BS, I don't, until you actually live it. And I actually did a count one time and realized I made $60,000 by selling a DVD, selling a movie I did out of my trunk. So it was one of your actual movies that you are... I completely made up, wrote it, edited it, everything, put it together. And see, and that's why... So why are you trying to make it big? The movie, like, you don't have a producer you look up to, or...? That's, we'll see. And that brings us to EBNY.TV. So, let's start with that movie. It was called Telemarketers, the movie. Uh It was a black and white comedy. I was one of the three main characters in it. That movie's been on Amazon, um, it did it in theaters and everything. The thing is, I wasn't making any money with that. Maybe the theaters, the, the DVDs did good and everything like that. Okay. But what I mean by not getting a chance is that that was a good movie. I, you know, it was a good movie. I won't get a good acting chance. As far as what I was talking about being a bad guy, I will never get a chance to be cast in a bad guy role because I'm a nobody. You know what I mean? I wouldn't get a chance to direct something, you know, big because I would have to go by Hollywood, Hollywood rules and play by their games. I just don't, you know. But do you know their rules or their games? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, you know, if you're not the right skin color, then you're not going to get these roles, or we're going to make you do crazy things to get these roles, get these high-paying jobs, demean yourself. And then still you're not in the top pay. So it's it's and we can go on and on and on. I, I think Taraji um P. Henson, she was saying something about that too, like about a month or two ago. Mm-hmm. She was doing an interview and she was saying the same thing about um the way Hollywood is and about the skin color, how long she's been doing it, but she's still not like a top um paid actress. And she was saying about how you know, if you don't do it this way or if you don't have the right skin color, you can't get this part. And she was saying all this different stuff. And now you're saying that. But is there a way? And then I know Tyler Perry even made that commendation when he opened up Tyler Perry's studio. He said that. So is there something that you think other than like Tyler when he got his own little movie town, something similar to what you want to do. Right. But do you think yeah. it's 
something that can be said or done to change the way everything moves in Hollywood? Or do you really think that we would have to, us as um, black people, would have to actually start our own like network? Start our own, and which is what I did. And I started. Well, no offense to Todd Love, Tyler Perry. I love what he's doing and everything. I think he gets bashed for a lot of a lot of wrong reasons. I think he's great, but he's still under Hollywood. He okay. doesn't have his own thing, to be honest, or whatever. And this is why EBNY.TV was put together to cut all that BS off. The the long red tapes of when people like me submit their content. Women getting dogged for roles that they hella deserve, but not getting them because they're women and not the right. You know what I mean? All that is out the door. Pay scale, out the door. We pay our people fairly across men, women, child. We pay you fairly. We pay our content providers fairly. We don't disrespect you. We take care of our content providers. So are y'all working on the movie right now? Working on a lot of things. So we got um, an animated series coming up. We've got a three-part movie coming up. Uh, The biggest thing that we have and, and actually, this is an exclusive. Oh, crap. Oh, 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 hold on, hold on. This is exclusive. So, 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 you, damn, this is the, this is, you guys are the first to know this outside of my, my small knit hand of people. Y'all listen, y'all listen, y'all listen. So, we're going into a production of a very, very serious 30 part TV series called yeah. Nuke the Bridges. Nuke the Bridges stars me. But it gives you an inside look, and I mean definitely deep, deep inside look on what it takes for a black man to run a business like I do. It's scripted, but most of that stuff is true because I've lived it, and I'll never ever tell you which part is true and not. You just have to look. Um, You in it, so you have somebody helping you write it. I'm writing it. I'm writing it. Um, directing it. So what I've done, I learned from my last. <laughs> I, I, well, you won't know that. We're top secret with our projects, but okay. the thing is, I learned from my last project that I don't like working with people a lot, really, when okay. it comes to my personal projects. Um, I do, but it, it that last project I had, that's a whole nother show as far as the behind oh, okay. the scenes that happen. So I brought my own robotic equipment. Everything is electronic, robotic, controlled to where I don't need anybody to shoot it, produce it, I write it, edit it, and do it. And see, because you enjoy it and you like it, it's almost like you're not working. I'm not. Because you have fun with it, and they say when you work in a job that you have fun doing, it's like you, you never work a day in your life. Yeah, you so that's why it don't, it don't matter to you to have all these roles. No, right? it doesn't. You work all these heads, these different. So, do you have any um, auditions coming up? Although I did say that, you know, I don't like working with a lot of people. Okay. I do. No, I do cast. We do pay our actors and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, with these three, next, the, the 30 episode series, we're going to have to cast because it's 30 episodes. Okay. But with the movie, we're going to do some light casting with that. We're always, we are hiring for that stuff. Okay, okay. so how do you... um? Go about putting out when you're casting or when you're hiring for your different projects. How do you put that? Do you put it on your network? No, I come to you. If uh, if so you're you yeah, out, if I see somebody, I like Florida. Who was that episode she that? Who was that she was talking about the all uh, the drinking? <laughs> advice 
would be to don't be afraid to burn bridges. That is the one thing that I think is the biggest lie in business. Don't be afraid to burn bridges. Don't be afraid to jump out and take a chance because if you're not, you know, willing to take a chance, you go back to work. Don't be afraid to burn bridges. You know, burning bridges is not a good thing. So can you? um, Burning bridges is a great thing because you know what it teaches you? It teaches you that there is not one way to get to something. There's never, ever, ever one way to get to one point. So if you burn a bridge here, just buy you some Legos and build another bridge to that point. I'm trying to ask you how you're losing me. Okay. So, you know, I'm like, you know they say, don't feed the hand, don't, don't, um, bite the hand that feeds you. Feed you. Burning bridges, I don't understand. Like, so just say that, um, you have point, your point A, and then you have point B, right? So, um, point B can get you to point C, but you piss point B off, right? So that means essentially the rule of thumb would be you're not able to get to point C because you pissed point B off right. and you burned your bridge, so there's no other way to point C. But why is that? Why can't you build a bridge around the point C okay, so instead of going direct or going this way or going over or so going under? Don't do the normal. If so you, you burn your bridge one way and you way. if you burn your bridge one way and you really, really want what's at the end of your, your goal, your treasure, then find another way around it. Burning your bridges is okay. Do not believe that BS. I think it's Jamal. Oh, man. Uh, man. Uh, I, 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 I mean, I think, no, let me get this up because I'm listening to you. You say you have A and B, and you try to get to C, but you piss B off. Mm-hmm. So you want to, to me, the way I'm looking at it is more work. You know, why not? I ain't saying be an ass kiss for nothing, but why are we pissing people off? If they piss you off. Oh, why they, you know, yeah. I don't understand. So, to me, like you think, you saying don't be afraid to burn bridges. And it's like taking the longer, the longer route to get to see. Not necessarily, but if you're creative, if you're creative, it's not necessarily the wrong way. So just think about this. So say you're an actor, and then you have the manager, B, that doesn't know you, but he's the gateway to you getting that role. Right. So you make you know, be mad because you don't want to get his coffee or you don't want to go out on a date with him or you're not the right color. So he goes back to C and says, ah, oh, blah, 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 I don't, you know, he doesn't good. And you go back, you get mad, oh, well, you're not getting my coffee and stuff. I know I'm using pointer fingers. Right, I'm but listening. So, I need you to use the fingers because if you would be lost. Yeah. Well, and so, I'm afraid people might not understand you because I'm not put your finger back up. Oh, God, so, like, so, so basically, so, so, no, no, no. And, and what I'm saying is that, so you still have C right here or whatever. Right. If your bridge is burnt right here, right. all I'm saying is be creative enough, even if it's a longer one, because if this bridge is burnt. So, so I get what Jamal, you, you know, you're so extra because you think you're standing there and somebody right there. Because why are you just going to say, give the advice to them and say, don't be afraid to uh, be creative. That's so generic. That's why that's so generic. I mean, you lose the rock, you don't know what I'm trying to get that, but I kind of understand what you're saying. But they probably don't understand you. There's not there's not one way, there's not one way to get to your goal. So don't ever be afraid to burn your bridges because there's multiple ways to get to your goal and not just one source. That's what I, that's and right. I always that's practice that, and it's always working for me. That's what I'm saying, because I was young. I'm like, you Just don't be like, hey, F you, buddy. No, nothing like that. Just don't put. Burning bridges is, you say burning bridges is basically sticking up for yourself, not being afraid to go to somebody else for networking or going. Well, not that. If somebody comes and they want to come at you, like, just anything, stick up for yourself and burn your bridge like that. Now, don't just go and Burn your bridges, say, you know, screw you, I can do this by yourself. No, if somebody comes at you and you have to defend yourself and they don't want to mess with you because you defended yourself, Mm -hmm. then that essentially means you just burned your bridge and you don't need them, but you can go around them. But no, you shouldn't purposely go and burn your bridges. But don't be afraid to stick up for yourself because that's what a lot of people are getting that wrong. They think that sticking up for yourself and losing a relationship means burning a bridge. 
And I think that is what I what I'm really trying to focus on right. is that you ruin a relationship, everybody would say it's burning a bridge. Who cares? Go find another way. Right, right. So, so basically what you're saying is that people are not doing that, they're not getting to their their goal because they're not figuring it out or being the right. But right. also, mm-hmm. you got to always want to have a growth mindset too. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. a growth mindset, growth mindset can change. Even during your scared, right. you still can take a chance. Uh, a fixed mindset is just like forget it. Mm-hmm. I don't really have really mm-hmm. 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 Or they don't like me, so forget it. But a growth mindset keeps you fresh and keeps you uh, innovative. Like, keep the energy up so when you're not afraid to take a chance. So basically, you would tell that person that's trying to what you're doing, I get to where you are. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. And speak up for yourself. Speak up for yourself. And that's for anything, like with right. a job or right. uh, things you're trying to do, because you get people that miss mm-hmm. out because they didn't speak up for themselves. Exactly. And you know, that's not what you said. That's how you say it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Like you said, you laughing at y'all. You can speak up, like put the finger back. See, I can get, I can, she don't want me to get to, I can, okay, A gone, I can say it's B, C. Without use profanity, but speaking up for myself. And oh, well, who said that you couldn't use profanity? I'm all about that. Like, <laughs> okay. Well, 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 okay, so not profanity. I'm talking about when you just use the example, mm-hmm. you forget you and all this stuff. I'm saying it's not what you say is how you say it when you're right. trying to get the point C. Mm-hmm. Or just build another bridge, like you say. Just build another bridge because bridge. you shouldn't care about how you say it or how you're feeling. Just care about you getting your point across. That's what I do. And that's what I mean by if I hurt your feelings. So basically, like, you know, when you some of you good times again, I'm sorry, I love good times again. So you know how that when family was acting, and basically the white teacher, her, um, she didn't want to take that. So basically, she said for herself, because she did what, they changed all her stuff around mm-hmm. on the episode. So basically, that's like me saying, Okay, I'm that one. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And I, I spoke with Cynthia White and told her, no, I want to say this instead of that. So then that's how you get to see it. Oh, she can play around. Because she's trying to change her whole chair around. Yeah, so, you know, if she's trying to block you from anything mm-hmm. or she's trying to stop you, then she essentially, yeah, that bridge is going to be burnt to go around her. So what's some you have, what's some of the words you have said since you said you're going to back? What have you ran into? As far as somebody messing with you and you A and B, A gone, B right here was trying to get the D. Forget C be trying to get the D and E, F, G. What you do? Like you say, you know. I, I've had a lot of um, I've had a lot of mighty battles with a lot of mighty people. Um, For real? Okay. A lot of mighty people. And um, huh, let me see. One time recently, which I'll just say it right now. Um, we're going to address it eventually if this person doesn't stop going on our social media, mm-hmm. going on our platforms and harassing us. Um, recently, we had a magazine come to us and try to acquire some of our work. Mm-hmm. Um, they're claiming that they are the connect to us having sports stuff on our network and everything. Mm-hmm. The deal wasn't right. I said no, and this white man that owns a magazine is horribly, horribly, horribly mad because this young black guy that has more power than him told him no. So um, what I did was him thinking that that was the bridge to the Sports Connect, I went around him and closed the deal for some sports stuff. Um, Which means that he considered himself the bridge, which he wasn't. I ran around him and closed my own deal and don't even want the deal. I just did it to show it to him. Okay. So okay. that's one of the examples of burning your bridge. Like with me, okay. you're not a bridge or connection to anything because I can make my own way. And by the way, post one more thing on our stuff again. We're going to air that. We're going to air it. We're going to air it. Okay. We're going to air it. Exposed. We got the story already. Oh, so. oh yeah, the story, story's already edited. Um, just wait. Whoa. This will be warning one. Warning two will be on our new show. Come at us again. <laughs> so when you say he's coming at you, like, so you you won't see it now, but recently on our social media, this magazine owner was going up and down our social media talking about your commercial was garbage, which it wasn't. Um, 
talked about our programming, saying that. Um, that's not like to me. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, well, you know, literally, <laughs> that's exactly what happened. Was okay. this guy told we told him no? He didn't like that, so and literally harassing me. I mean, I've got spam mail literally wow. from today of just. Uh, I mean, a, a racist thing happened with him, which. That's what I'm saying. I'm waiting. You're waiting. I'm waiting. So you already gave me the warning. One yeah. more thing, sir. One more warning after this, and I'm going to see where it goes. And I got the story edited. Oh, but yeah, that's, okay. but that's, that's the crazy. kind of stuff. You have to show people that you're not always the bridge. Right. So you know he's mad I mean? about not you going around. Yeah, race mad it. about everything. I mean, he wants our... He, he, he wants our... Because <laughs> the thing is, they wanted to start their own TV network. They needed content. And they wanted it from us because we have good content. Okay. The deal wasn't right because what happened essentially, that whole Hollywood lifestyle where, okay, we're black, oh, we're just going to give you crumbs. And I wasn't doing that because not only do I have to stick up for me, I have to stick up for all our content providers that are members that are supposed to be getting paid for their content being up there. Right. If I let you walk over me, then every single body in Hollywood or anywhere else will walk over us. And then what are we here for? We're just... You know, we're nothing. We're not sticking up for our community. Right. We're not doing anything. So I say all that to say, don't be afraid to burn your bridges. And you can, <laughs> and you can get to from A, move B and C, and get already B, E, F, G. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We spoke earlier about being a parent as well as a husband. How do you juggle family time and media? Because sometimes it takes all day to do. So. What I did, I don't know how many years ago, I quit my job, but that's what I did to maintain family, work, you know, just everything. I, I made my life to be able to do what I want to do. So I get to work whenever I want to work, which I run my business full time. I work straight from home. I don't leave the house if I don't want to. So I do all that. So that's how I'm able to take care of my family, the business, and still maintain my sanity. So was your wife alone when you quit your job or she supported you? No, hell no. She did not support me. I know, because that's why I'm looking no, at you like, no, well, like a damn man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, so, she you know, she's like, you're too. Let me back that up. Let me back, let me back that up. I had been talking about leaving my job for a second before it happened. So okay. she had the idea that I was doing, but then when I actually did it, we had just had another child. We had no money okay. for savings. You know, life is bad, but I knew that it's either you stick there at your job and try to work your business and be broke anyway, or focus on your business full time mm -hmm. and be able to and right. be able to watch my own kids and not have to pay for any money. I'm like, that was my motivation is not to send my kids to school or anything. Oh, you but what? 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 Well, oh, I have one kid. Well, no, but I was thinking about it. Because, oh, okay. Yeah, I was thinking about it, but now that Corona's gone, I mean, here, I'm definitely taking my kids out of public school because you know the sickness. I'm, I don't have to worry about them dying from somebody coming into their school shooting them or anything. And me being able to run my own business full time, like I have, allows me to make those decisions to be able to act on like that. So. I just run my business full time. That's what made me be able to juggle all this. Oh, okay. Now, earlier you spoke about taking a break. How long did you take a break, and what influenced you to come back? What made you start that doing? When I took my break, I, I took a break because I hated the industry because I wasn't getting paid. I wasn't happy. But then when I saw what type of money products can do, yeah. that's what changed my life and made me come back. Where I need to start filming, and then it just snowballed into where we're at now. And um, I had a hatred because I wasn't getting paid, but then I saw a new way, was introduced to a new way of getting money by products and just put my knowledge to products. How long was your break? My break from the industry was, I think, about two years. I didn't talk to nobody. I disappeared. I was telling people I was dead. So, oh, yeah. Why would you say that? Wait, how are you telling people you were dead? Why did you do that to my way again? I, I, I wanted to get away. I wanted to get away from everybody. I wanted to get away from the BS. I didn't want to talk to nobody. I needed some time to think. And I took my time. And it, it, 
it got me here where I'm, it got me where I'm at today, and I needed it. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I needed it. Mm-hmm. So let me ask you something on a more serious note, mm-hmm. away from your current career and your business. How do you feel about the injustice that's going on now? And I know you say you have a media, um, news mm-hmm. media part of your um, network. Mm-hmm. You have news. Yes, so have y'all talked about the injustice or reported? Here's mm-hmm. yes, ma'am, and yes, ma'am, we have. Here's my thing. Um, I'm I'm one that's not. I'm one that honestly thinks protesting is a waste of time. To be honest, um, mm-hmm. I'm one that is. Why do you um, feel like it? Because, and I say this, I use this statement over and over again because protesting is pleading with morality. We're begging for us to be recognized, to not die. Why are we um, pleading for basic rights that we should be given anyway? So instead of marching and pleading and begging for stuff that we should have anyway, my idea is a complete divorce. Now, I'm not saying all white people or all Chinese people are bad. It's not even like that, but we do have racist people out there. And what's this going to take is a divorce, a complete separation and going cold turkey, which means not being mad for five seconds. And then once we get a check or something like that, we're all good. You know, like that. No, no, no. Or or blackout Tuesday for one day. Stop, you know, buying what one day. What is that? All that is irrelevant to me. I mean, irrelevant, stupid, because what it takes is divorce. If you don't like somebody, you want to leave your man, you want to leave, you know, your wife, what do you do? You just don't separate or sleep on the couch. You divorce them. You know what I mean? So I say that if we can't get along, which we haven't been, divorce. It just how do you feel so black and white? Well, I don't I don't not go back to black and white. For instance, what we could start doing is really shocking only black and not just for one day. And for those that complain about, well, we don't have this in our in, in our community, on, we don't on. have this, then create it. Get up off your butt and create it. Right. Like, stop right. wasting time about what we don't have, what we could have, and all that other BS, and make a change. Because that's the only way stuff is going to get done, is if you get up off your butt, push yourself, and make a change. We need a Walmart. It's easy to go out, get a building, buy a building. It's easy to negotiate prices for electronics, fruit. I negotiated a deal with every single 7-Eleven kangaroo with a magazine I made. If I can do that, you can call Samsung and tell them you want Walmart prices on your TVs that you're about to sell at Willie Mart or whatever you want to call it. So that's my take on it. Complete divorce and go cold turkey. And so you didn't agree with the blackout um, Tuesday, to me, yeah. I, I, yeah. I mean, it's a waste. It's a yeah, waste. One day, we're going to the store. I want to tell you this. I mean, and my mom said, don't take gas in your car. I need some gas. I forgot to do it. They were yeah. better, so okay. it is a waste of time. It is, and I agree with you because <laughs> let me tell you what somebody did. Blackout Tuesday was something where somebody said, we need to come together and not buy black. Well, somebody was like, well, shoot, let's pick a day. A day? Oh, well, okay. Well, let's do Friday. I got to cook out on Friday. What about Saturday? Nah, nah, we're going to the movies. Nobody's doing anything Tuesday. Nobody's doing anything on Tuesday, but you pick one day. What is one day? What is one day with you not talking to somebody you're mad at? What's one day with you not smoking? You not smoking for one day, you're going to do nothing. You know what I mean? But if you do cold turkey, and you just cut the light switch off on everything that is wrong and then walk away, that's how you make change and that's how you get shit done. So now I'm, I'm, I'm listening to you and I don't have a head in this thing. I'm just leaving you. Was you a gift? Because you see, like, you get to really pay attention to what you're saying. You make this thing, Gene. But I'm saying that <laughs> yeah. you, the way you put it out, you can just say you always like this. Huh? <laughs> oh, it's okay. No. <laughs> you always been like No, it's um I, I don't get a heavy bird, but I'm like, yeah, you made me think. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
Absolutely. Um, that, and that's the core thing of our business. Um, generational times a million. And what I mean by right now while I'm living, I'm setting wealth that's for right. my kids, for my family. And right now, you know, my wife works it, my kids, they work it. Um, they help me produce stuff. Um, you know, wife will work, sound engineer. And, we'll, and even then, they're all learning because now we're deep in the game. We'll some more, so they're learning, but they're all supportive. You and know, the Chinese people had their children um, doing nails at, at 10 right. and 11 years mm -hmm. old and, and right. replenishing the, um, you know, the stuff in the oh, nail shop. So, yeah. what you in the Chinese? Your wife got a good one. So, your wife happy about the fact that you love, right? Well, she's always been thinking, she's always been supportive. Now, when it came to me leaving that job, right. I was like, Whoa, ninja. But you know what? I pushed for it. I pushed. I was like, no, we gotta do this. You know, I gotta pull my draws up. And if we don't do this, then we're gonna be stuck like this forever. I know it, and I'm gonna die early. You want me to die early? Oh. So I was like, <laughs> kids, you want me to die early? Well, let me quit my job. So yeah. it was. It was. Yes. Oh, okay. yeah. 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 That was a thing. Yeah. We bump heads, yeah, we bump heads, but, <laughs> but yeah. You talk about kids about Black Lives Matter? I do, yeah. Um, why they're not in school, not just because of COVID, mm -hmm. um, because daddy doesn't want them to be in school one day and somebody walks in and shoots them. What about college? So that's something that... I'm not pushing college. college. I'm not pushing college. When they okay. graduate high school, they okay. can do whatever they want. I would never... I actually... Come on, everybody! If you just was Spider Man, I know you need to say the chain with the McDonald's word. <laughs> no, they've got this business to work from, and I'm, okay. and I'm instilling in them that you don't have to go anywhere to work. You don't have to do, and they definitely don't have to do college because if honestly, I'm finishing college to knock it off my bucket list. I'm not going to use it for anywhere. I'm never looking for a job. That's one thing. I'm retired. I retired. I don't know how many long years I've been out of work. Mm -hmm. I'm still I'm still young, I think. Okay. But I'm not going back to work, so I won't need my degree for that. I just want to finish it so I know or my family dies, I at least finish school. Okay. Start the business and my family yeah, can look up to me. You retire early, but the whole thing to your 401k tomorrow now. And you get old, you better get better. Yeah. Come on, Ed. Come on, Ed. I'm mad at you because I'm going to get it. So, your business, is this something that your kids show a lot of interest in doing the media, though? Is this something that. Different aspects of it. Absolutely. Yes, ma'am. Because my son likes to, you know, film and make videos okay. doing, you know, whatever okay. he does. Um, the wife is like, you know, uh, I'm here to help, but. You know, this isn't really oh, my thing, so it's more like that. Okay. And my daughter, she loved it. You know, okay. she had her first role in an animated movie we did. Okay. Um, so, yeah, they're all involved in some shape, form, fashion. Their kids and then their kids, and, and that that's what I want. Generational the wealth. Generational wealth, yeah. Okay, okay. so earlier y'all were speaking about the blog. How do you reach the blog? How do you go? Where do you go to the blog? Um, it was called Neighborhood Talk Two or something. Okay. Well, Instagram. I have to go check it out. Yeah, me too. Okay, Instagram. Okay, doing Instagram Neighborhood Talk Two. Okay, yeah, it's called um, Neighborhood Talk Two. Um, Neighborhood Talk Two, something like that. But um, I was going to ask you. So, how do you um go about talking to other people, giving people advice if they are afraid to fulfill their dreams? Like, what would you tell that person? Well, I do do coaching for um, people that want to start their business or they have their business and it sucks and they're not making any money. Mm -hmm. Then you come see me because... Okay, because okay. Because you do consulting, you do consulting work. I do, I do consulting, I do teaching. See, that's one thing I was going to tell you. Mm -hmm. Our media company is the only media company that does everything. And when I say everything, we produce video games, apps, 
sound. Uh, we, we do literally everything. Just a list of everything you're, you're losing your company to, just in case someone out there yeah, something. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So TMBTC, not only do we produce media, but we teach it as well. So we can teach you, or well, we can produce a movie, music video, commercial, sound, app, video game, anything under the media umbrella, we can show you how to, I mean, we can do it for you, create it, no problem. But if you want to learn and save money, we can teach you how to do it. So we can teach you how to make your own app. We can teach you how to make your own movie, you know, save money, okay. things like that. So. Okay. So we, we all um, so you were speaking about when you took your break, you were unhappy. Do you feel that you were in a depression state at that time? Yeah, I wasn't making any money. I was getting walked over. You know, I was nothing. So I was, normally, you you said you want to do anything you want, Spider Man, and all that stuff. So at that time, just you know, you was eat or a pool bear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know about it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I did, yeah, because I knew that I did not want to live like that. I was like, I was like, I was like, I that's out there that is is listening I know a lot of you are do this don't be afraid to ask for the price that you deserve if you feel like you're $500 an hour grow some and ask for it and that's for man woman child because what you don't need to be doing is bartering or accepting low rates or any of that because you think about it when you're out working, you're away from your family, you're not doing what you want to do. And is that really worth $12 an hour to you or $100 or whatever, where you could really be making 500 or 1000 on that job and really making a living wage? So the thing thank is, you, stop shortcutting yourself. Ask for the money that you deserve. That's the main thing because a lot of people that come to me are scared to ask for the money that they deserve. And I'll tell them grow some, just like I told you just a second ago. Grow some and start asking for it. Put a rate that's going to make you happy. Even if you got to pull that rate out your butt, make a rate that's going to make you happy and ask for that. Stick for it. Do not break. Do not negotiate. And then go up with your prices to weed out those smaller clients so then you make an even better living wage. Don't take payment plans, take your money up front. And if people can't take that, then find somebody else that will because we have clients that pay us all the time up front. And we don't deal with clients that don't. So those are the main things that I can say that you need to do. And don't be scared. I said that. Okay. But again, if you take that advice too, you that's when you want to end up with us. Um, well, it's well, something that we can work with. I mean, that was good too, what you said. What I would, what I would say, inspirational for y'all, for wait a damn minute podcast is just please, please, please keep doing what you're doing because all I see is greatness here. That I, unless you guys come to me and say we've got these problems, looking on the outside in, the first two times that I've been here, I see nothing but greatness here. You know, it's organization, it's unity. It's completeness. This is what running a black business, and it's just not a black business. This woman, this is a woman-owned black-owned business. Like, it's just, everything is right about this business. They have good content. They're doing good things. There's no advice that I can give you guys. You guys are yeah. on spot. Right? Yeah. And, well, thank you, guys. I appreciate you guys having me. I'm humbled. I can't wait. 
Yo, if you guys are coming back again, I can't oh, wait. Yeah. So, yeah. Hey. <laughs> Let us talk about more auditions. I will. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you. I love you guys. Okay. So, go ahead on rock. Take us on out. Thanks for the show. Um, joining us. Be sure you subscribe to YouTube. Hit the share button on Facebook, Instagram. We go all the way up. Thanks for being all the way up. Thank, Thank you all. Good night. Wait a damn minute podcast. Wait a damn minute.